0: Now we can talk about women. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> we got one, one let's let's of... talk about the women, all right? <laughs> um, Genesis so chapter 3, today. verse 16. Yes. I'll join in. That's Chapter that's 3, amazing. verse 16, we spoke last week. We talked about um, the first part of their... Um, consequence was multiply thy sorrow um, especially inside of conception Um, there's like I said there's a twofold this first one is a the sorrow side we'll talk about the next one the next hot button topic here in just a minute but um, the sadness we talked about the, the deep depression we got into some of you know mothers get into that postpartum um, very severe but even if they're not super severe there's typically several weeks there um, they said 50 to 85% have what's called postpartum blues for a couple of weeks um, we talked about um, you know the idea that it follows all the way through motherhood it doesn't matter how old the children are you typically can you know, worry about them you know, concerned, and, and and I think a lot of that is due to the fact that you know now Eve, except for you, okay. No, I'm just saying, I think that Mark worries more than I do. Mark does. <laughs> um. <For this> <laughs> yeah. I I do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, have you met my kids? I worry pretty bad too. So. <laughs> Some kids you worry more about than other children, okay? But, you know, as they're growing up, you know, their, their first couple steps, their first bike ride, their first, you know, everything is, you know, we of this whole, you know, motorcycle ordeal. Lori's like, oh, he can't do it. I'm like, it's not the end of the world <laughs> kind of, you know, situation. And so we, you know, we worry about that. And we, we spoke about not being sexist, but typically women are more of your worriers, more of your caregivers, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of that plays a part of this because that focuses around that motherhood bond. I really truly believe that there's not there's not really any other bond out there than that with the mother and the child. And and, and I think that's just part of the mother. And that again it doesn't necessarily have to be your biological child. I think that bond can happen somehow you know with with other situations just because I think that's the motherhood aspect of it I think that's how God set it all up all right so um that's the sorrow side of it that's the motherhood side now for the wife side okay all the wives I need to see that you're taking notes here all right (laughs) Yeah. Get your yeah. pin out. Well, I got my <laughs> pin out. <laughs> Not to throw at me. She's gonna stab me. See, I waited till you were in here. Do you want record. us to really be holding weapons? <laughs> 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 actually, I didn't, actually, I'm not wearing my weapon today. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I have poison ivy on my legs. So, um, All right, so verse 16, To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. We talked about that. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. There's the pain and uh, whatnot in that. The next one, and thy desi- desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And David says, "Amen." <laughs> <laughs> All right. You shouldn't say that, David. That's wrong. All right. Is that every verse? That's <laughs> is that. Is that one of our Genesis fourth <laughs> now? <laughs> Listen, a lot of things that I that I hear about this word desire is that it means that a woman is a man's sex slave desire. It's not how it's always used in the Bible. Um, There are several texts (coughs) that does not use the word word desire as in a sexual type nature. It is um, Psalm 145, he will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. Haggai chapter 2, the desire of all nations shall come. 1 Corinthians 14 is the desire um, of spiritual gifts, okay? So we're looking more at a longing for or a wish for or wanting for, all right? And what he's saying here is that what he's setting up is that the wife should long for pleasing the husband and helping the husband and doing all that side. You guys have to understand that, today is a different day back in those days childbearing child rearing the more children you had the more likely you were to survive right because that was your workforce in all honesty okay so you had to have these two separate situations going on and you had to have an individual which was the mother's role, was to care for and bring up these children to help in the field. We all know, I mean, it hasn't been all that long ago when families came from, I mean, how many people know of families that back that had more than two or three children? Mm-hmm. You know, five, six, seven, eight, you know, I mean, we have missionaries still, 12. We still have missionaries we see rolling here with, with, you know, a, a whole busload of kids and, <laughs> you know. There was a time and a place to that. Of course, Adam and Eve had to repopulate their not repopulate had to populate the earth. So they had to have more than one or two children. Okay. (laughs) So this today's world twists have twisted this idea of the wife's role as this submissive, do what you're told, be quiet, kind of slave type mentality, but. That's not how God originally intended it. Now, mind you, this is after the sin, which means this is not what God's initial plan was. If God's role was for women to serve man, then that would have been pronounced when God was telling Adam and Eve what they needed to do in the garden. Okay, so this comes after. And so what is happening here is God is setting up an authority role. Now... None of us here have problems with there being a final say or an authority. We understand, you know, as much as we don't like the, the rules, the laws, we're subject to them, okay? Judges, court systems, you know, we're talking about all this abortion stuff. You know, we don't like them. We have the right to try to have them changed, but there are consequences to them if we don't follow them in their current state of affairs, At work, whether we think our bosses are intelligent or not, we still (laughs) grasp the idea that there is a structure, an authority structure here at church, okay? We understand pastor is our shepherd, but we as the church are the authority structure, okay? Ultimately, God, Christ, is the same. He is the ultimate. And when you go through the New Testament, you'll see how is the structure supposed to be? God, then what? Man, woman, and then children. All right? This is an, a God-ordained structure. Now, mind you, the only reason it becomes corrupt is because who messes with it? Man. We do. Man does. Okay. So just because we read through here and we see, oh, that the husband will rule over you, We automatically assume, well, I'm no slave. That's because, sadly, men took advantage of that. And they made it as a slave-type position. Jim? But I, I see a lot more into it than that. When it says he shall roll over there, that means he takes the responsibility. If you're in charge of this Sunday school class and we become out of control, Pastor... They talk to one or two of us, but ultimately he's going well, to to you. And you. he says, "You rule over the class. You take it. and and I think that puts a lot of responsibility on the man. and takes a lot of responsibility out the woman, even with the sin. Well, and that's and we'll we'll talk about that when we get into the guys. But the second half of that, when we read through the, the New Testament, listen, <clears throat> the woman in in New Testament, it talks <clears throat> about how you know they're she's kind of ruler over the children. So if your children mess up, it's the woman's fault. It's not mine. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> okay. There's going to be a lot of this stuff that I'm going to get in trouble for, okay? <laughs> I'm always, my mouth says stuff. Just, you know. No. It's, the, the idea here is I, I, I don't know why God did it. I know that in the Garden of Eden... The woman took precedent in the first part of the temptation, all right, and brought it to man. I know that when we talk about man, part of his curse is because he listened to her. We spoke about, you know, no matter who brings what to you, if it's against the word of God, we're supposed to deny it and refute it, okay? I'm not God. I don't know what his ultimate thinking was on all this. I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. I don't uh, particularly agree with or like everything that's in the Bible. But that doesn't matter. God says what God says. God sets it up for the way God sets it up. So what does that mean? That means men and women both have two completely separate roles laid out. There are things that in the Bible, for whatever reason, God has decided that women cannot do. There aren't things in the Bible that... That, you know, as a divorced guy, that I can't do. Okay, there are God lays out His terms the way God lays out His terms. He didn't ask my permission. I, did any of you get an email from God first? Ooh. Okay, he's not hiring. He's not hiring. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and it's 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 just one of those things that we <laughs> we get all wrapped up because it's something that I don't like. So it's sexist. It's racist. It's homophobic. Whatever the society's term you want to throw into it it's negative but god didn't set this up to be negative god was setting up god said listen i understand we're no longer in the garden of Eden, so now things are different we have a cursed world we're going to get into here in a second all right we have we don't have the plush lands that you're used to all right you two aren't just going to be roaming around in a relationship with god like buddies on a beach okay There's now labor involved. There's now pain involved. There's now sorrow involved. There are creatures out there trying to kill you. So he had to set up some sort of society. And this is how he chose it to be. It is is only bad because man messed it up. Took advantage of it. Twisted it. Or whatever it is. I am personally convinced... This is why the devil hits the family so hard. Is because that's the way God set it up. And if done correctly, it builds strong families. Strong families build strong churches, which build strong Christianity and strong nation. Okay? When you tear the family apart, that's how you get to the church. And that's how you get to the lost world. And that is why they take the role of the father out of the home. That is why they try to twist around the authority in it. That is why they try to take the parents' right to to raise their children the way they're supposed to do out of the home. That is why all of this, that's why they're slaughtering poor innocent children before they're even born. It's all an attack on the family. Because when God, the very first thing God did was create a structure for the family. So as long as the devil is going to have that messed up, then it's easy peasy. All right? Now, the world wants to say that the Bible is anti-woman and that it is oppressive to women and Christianity is just horrible when it comes to women. God used women all throughout the Bible. Over and over. And in fact, there are several women that if it weren't for them, none of this would be, okay? The very first one who plays a giant role is the one God's talking to right now, the mother of all living. Does that sound like God doesn't like women? Hmm. Adam named her mother of all living. God didn't say, hey, 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 that is not right. No, you got to change her name to... I'm not, oh, I get in trouble. (laughs) Beautiful woman. That's, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> How about Sarah? Where would we be without Sarah? All right. We have a story. When I was looking up women, I, there's a story about the five daughters of Fed, whose father had died, and back in the day, the legal rights went to uh, you know went to the men. Well, he only had five daughters, so they kept gone to Moses over and over <coughs> demanding the property of the father that had passed away and Moses finally agreed to it these five women expanded the legal rights of women within the Jewish community back in Moses' day they, these were the original you know, women you know, fighting for their rights um, Ruth the story of Ruth how about Priscilla You know, the great missionary in the New Testament that worked with uh, Paul um, Hannah, the mother of Samuel. Where would it be if if she had not given up her son? Esther. Here's one. How many judges were there? Twelve, right? You know one of those was woman? Deborah? Deborah? We talked about her. You know, and she was raised all the way right up there. She was a judge when it came to a lot of those. She reached a pretty high spot. Um, Miriam? Um, Philip had four daughters that were big-time shares of the the gospel. And then lastly, how about Mary? Mm -hmm. Did God have to choose a woman? Jesus could have just appeared out of a circle out of the sky, right? Mm -hmm. So this idea that that a woman is less than a man is absurd. There are, are numerous situations where God talks about, you know, the women. And, and yeah, are there restrictions? Yes, there are. Do I understand why God set up these restrictions? No. But he did. And and, and that's just how it is. That doesn't mean they're not loved or or should be treated. They came from man's side, not from his heel. All right? And God goes through here and talks about... Um, Let's go to Galatians chapter 3 and then Philippians. Black to Galatians chapter 3 verse 27 through 29. He wants to read that one for me. For as many of you have has been baptized into Christ and put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female; for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then your are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. All right, so here you have a situation where it says that um, all are saved and equal in the reward. Now, if the teaching of the word of God was anti-woman, would it be all equal in reward? Well, it doesn't make any sense, right? Because this is what Scripture is saying. And this is the problem. The world wants to grab a couple things and twist it and say, Well, you're oppressive, you're this, look, your desires to your husband or you're subservient. Yes, there is a situation there where the man has the final say. You know, and he is the one, as he said, that will be the one that will, God holds accountable for the, the, the home. But that does not mean we should treat any different, nor does the word of God look at women as lesser. Philippians 4 verses 2 and 3. 2 and 3. I beseech you, Eodius, and beseech syntach that they be of the same mind in the Lord, and I entreat thee also, true yoke folk, help those women which labored with me in the gospel with. Clement also and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life so here you have you have him saying listen these women worked with me so there's inequality right He's, he's recognizing that their contribution and then what is he doing he's telling all these other people I need you to take care of these women now wait a minute that flies completely in the face of what the world tries to say about the Bible It almost sounds in this situation, not that they're in subjection, but they're commanding those of us. Say he was talking to us. He'd say, listen, these four women are coming into town. They've worked for me. They have needs, desires, whatever it is. I need you to take care of them so they can come back out. You know, so that is putting us, even men, in a situation to serve those women at that time. Alright, so that flies completely in the face of what they try to say. So it doesn't mean women don't have roles, they don't have the ability, they don't have authority from God. Alright. They're not stepping stones, like the world tries to say that we treat them in. Of course, then the easiest and the and the most common the best one. We read this a while back, Genesis 1:27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male, and female created he them all right so and then then 28 it goes on and god blessed them it doesn't say god blessed adam it says and he blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth it doesn't say adam you have dominion over the wife And then the two of you have dominion over the rest of this world. No, he created them in his image, blessed them, and then spoke to them equally in what he asked and needed for them to do. Okay? So this entire concept that women are a slave is the world's way of twisting, the devil's way of twisting, to make the things of Christ look bad. Are there roles for a woman and roles for a man? Yes. Are there things in the Word of God that the Bible says that, that a woman cannot do? Yes, there is. Just like there are things that, that men can't do. Okay, Is there a lifestyle? Yes. But all of this is not out of subjection or hatred. It is out of the idea that the importance of both roles being done. Now, mind you, take a look at what happens to all these years of our children. You know, I think as a whole, this society of don't teach the children right and wrong, don't correct the children, they have the right, whatever. When when we take the correction or the instruction or direction of a mother away from the children, this is what we start to have. Take the father out of the picture delete the authority either one of those have in a home, which is what's happening and what do we have? We have a bunch of people who's not even sure what gender they are anymore. There's the first a child left to himself brings shame. Yeah. It's not a coincidence that when you stray from the way God originally intended things to be, that, oh my goodness, things start to fall apart. There's a shock. I mean seriously we do that with everything else right I mean we we tell our children and when our children decide to do it their own way and it falls apart my first response is guess I'm not as dumb as you think I am right <laughs> oh look mom and dad's not really all that stupid right that's always my first response okay and I think God's the same way I think he looks down on us and goes yeah you know better don't you and it all comes back to self. All this is about a self thing. I'm only offended by the by that kind of stuff because I, of, of self. I'm not willing to subject myself to the word of God. And that's ultimately what all this boils down to because Adam and Eve decided that what the snake and what self was, because what did I say? It looked pleasing into the eyes, right? And so we decided that self is more important. <coughs> And so we get offended. <clears throat> we get upset. We get aggravated and angry. Well, that's not fair. Why? Because we decide that's not fair. Okay. I, 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 you know, there is the, the Bible, I think, looks at women in a, a very beautiful light. I, I think the, the role of a mother and of a wife is probably I just got to go to work for eight to 12 hours a day. <laughs> Listen, motherhood doesn't stop. You know, and they, they do all this, you know, well, if I put together a paycheck on how much I put into being a, a mother and a wife, and, and sometimes mother and wife blend, okay? Some of us are kind of a handful. Um, I'm talking more about David than anybody else. But, you know? So, you know, that the idea of motherhood doesn't stop. And it continues. That's a giant role, husband or wife or mother, however you look at it, it's very important. And so that's why it's, I believe that's why that's probably the most attacked position in a home is that of the role that the women play. Whatever the role is, you know, it's, it's typically tends to be the stabilizer. And I know, you know, I look in my family, you know, um, my, my grandma turned 90. You know, she's still a staple in a, in our family. You know, she's still that background. You know, and, and fathers. Listen, I'm not taking away the role of the fathers. I think they play a super important role. But a lot of time, it's more of the love of the mother than the strictness of the father. <clears throat> you know. But it's, in all honesty, it's it's the combination of the both. Okay. So am I did I just really make everybody mad or we all good on women now? <laughs> Not nearly as bad as you thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. They hadn't eaten the apple in the first place though, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we at? Oh we can't start on man. It's ten forty five. Well that's a real bummer. Yeah.
1: Really, I mean, I could
0: probably knock it out next minute. It's your fault we fell. End of story. Right. That was really good. You did it. All right, next week we'll do that.